Hello and welcome to Wrestle Realm Live podcast. I'm Shane, joined by my tag team partner Cam. Hi. <laughs> and we are here with you for the next hour of to talk about professional wrestling of all sorts. Uh, those of you that liked our our little project a few weeks ago, our little tester, if you would. I hope that you're ready because we're going to bring you an action-packed hour every single week from here on out. Cam and I will talk about, as I said, all things professional wrestling from WWE all the way down to the local independents here in southwestern Pennsylvania. Uh, WrestleRealm Live is now on the air, Cam, and here we are with our first ever uh, real episode and uh, on the hills of a WrestleMania couple weeks after. Cam, what is your thoughts on WrestleMania, the event, as we look back on it in the history books now? It was good. It had its problems, and it had his, its downs and everything, but it was good. I mean, if we're going to first talk about, like, the the first, you know, like, the uh, the pre-show and everything, uh, the tag team championship match, did you say it was good? I said it was good. I think Kurt and Zach did a good job. Now, I mean, it was, they versed the... The revival. The revival yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, they reversed them. Um, they were good. I mean, it's just, they were good on NXT and stuff. I don't really... I, I'm funny with them on WWE, so... But, like, with, like, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, I was really happy that they won the championship. And they're still doing it. It wasn't like... What was it? Was it a year or two ago when Zack won? Zack Ryder, when, I thought they were going to establish a curse similar to The Undertaker. The, like, opposite of The Undertaker's streak, it would be the Ryder curse, where any time he wins the championship, he loses it the next night. Jesus, that'd be horrible. I thought they were going to do that. Yeah, that would be really freaking horrible. Um, but yeah, it was good that they did it, and I could see that they're they, yeah they lost when they lost their the match that wasn't for the championships their tag team match. But I mean they still yeah. got the championships though. But yeah, that was good. So and then what what else was on the pre show? Was um, the, Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins was the opening match. That was the opening match. And I know that we talked about this earlier. Uh, you were you was not happy about that. I wasn't happy about it because it was so freaking quick. And the big reason why it was so freaking quick because we me doing the research and everything is because Brock wasn't happy about the him not having you know the last match and everything is because the what I've read and what I've researched on every wrestled everything out there on the internet and stuff is that he wanted it then and what the plan was going to have them to be the the almost the last match the match before the last match before the women's and stuff and they were going to it was gonna be a long match like it was gonna be brutal it was gonna be everything but then it wasn't and they just pushed over freaking seth rollins and i understand it and even a lot of people said he probably shouldn't have won that night he probably should have won maybe the next pay-per-view over you know done something else you know what i mean with dean and before he left or anything but that's like the one thing that we had predictions about that didn't happen and i was kind of very mad about that because of it getting all effed up and everything it wasn't as what can i say it wasn't as great as it was supposed to be but it right. was still a good match where i mean like it still had the part and i i still liked how paul Heyman still freaks out when he gets his ass kicked he's yeah like, holy shit what the hell is going on <laughs> well he's probably surprised brock's selling for the guy <laughs> well i mean brock brock wants to sell now because he doesn't he barely even wants to fucking be there and he, well the big reason why brock brock wants to be i heard the, the many rumors and everything and that brock wants to be there but brock doesn't want to be the champion Brock wants to come in 
and come out and kick people's asses. That's what he wants to do. He wants to have like those one matches every once a month or whatever. Once type of thing. a year. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, like kind like, of like Undertaker does or whatever. You know, he can go in, he can kick somebody's ass and stuff and still go go do the UFC thing. And you know what I mean? He still right. wants to do that. But yeah, he doesn't want to be the champion and then well, like expect to be doing all this they, crap. They are calling for him and Matt Riddle to be next year's WrestleMania. Lesnar and Matt Riddle. Who? Matt who? Oh, you mean Matt Riddle, the guy who used to be in the UFC and stuff, yeah. and he doesn't wear shoes and everything yeah. when he wrestles? Yeah, I like that guy. Um, him and He's a big deal in NXT. I don't yeah. know if you watch NXT. Yeah, it's not. funny, though. I don't know if NXT stars like travel sometimes, yeah. but I've been seeing that him and Jeff have been traveling together. Mm. Him and Jeff Hardy have been traveling together a couple times. Wow. Yeah, because that's all them on like an Instagram post together, yeah. them in a car traveling and stuff, so... I don't know. Maybe, maybe they aren't. Maybe, may, may, is that a hint to him coming up to the main roster? <laughs> maybe I, I, it will be soon. I know that. Um, WrestleMania saw the first main event with featuring women. Uh, the ending of the match, a lot of controversy behind it. Rousey's shoulders were not up, uh, and we haven't seen Rousey since. Well, what do you uh, briefly uh, tell us what you think about it, and then I'm going to tell you what I think about it. Well, I mean, Ron Ronda's not going to be back because of her wanting to have a baby and stuff. So that's like a big reason why she's not going to be back. And she she says she doesn't know if she's coming back or not. I think she will because she likes it, then she doesn't like it at the same time. Because Ronda wants what she wants, you know what I mean? She wants to be pushed of how she wants, but not what somebody else tells her what to fucking right. do or whatever. And I think that's her big problem. But, I mean, the match went really good. I mean, all the girls t- did, or women, whatever. Uh, you know, all the women did what they were supposed to do. Becky Lynch was a badass. It was Charlotte Fair. They, 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 Flair, they all did. I think that uh, the ending where Rousey's shoulder wasn't down is so that they can come back to this again. Really? Rousey can come out and say, I was never beat, and pull the old... Uh, in 1987 at WrestleMania three, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. uh, a mere minute or two, maybe not even that long into the match, Hulk went to pick up Andre, and Andre fell on him, and the referee counted, and it looked like he counted three. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. It was, it, was, it was a two, but Andre called the referee on it and was like it was a three well we all know Hulk body slammed Andre one biggest thing ever well Bobby Heenan and Andre went off of that for a year oh really they they said that the referee was paid off that oh, Andre beat Hulk it was right there on the tape one two three you know I think they're gonna do something similar with this I think Rousey's gonna be like yeah when she comes back. Yeah, uh, she'll, she won't even have to come back to say it. She can literally sit at home or whatever and just every once in a while be like, I didn't lose. Or maybe they need to do, this, do the smart thing and have Heyman be her advocate like he is Brock Lesnar. Heyman can come out and talk about how Ronda Rousey never lost a WrestleMania. They need to do that. Yeah, I, I can see that and ju- build doing that. that. Because, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, like, Brock's the UFC star, and she was the UFC star. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you it need to have connection. Yeah, it kind of makes more of the connection. Well, does Matt, does he have a, does he, does he have good talking skills? Yeah, he, he, he's the king of the bros. Oh, so he's pretty good at talking? Yeah, he's he pretty good. Need, but he doesn't need anything. He's like now. a Rob Van Dam kind of guy, if I had to... But in you UFC know. tights. <laughs> yeah, Rob, yeah, Rob Van Dam that can... Well, Rob Van Dam could probably kick your ass too, but... 
Yeah. Um, so let's see. Up next on the docket here. Well, should we talk about um, uh, uh, Batista versus Triple H? Oh, yes. That's the yes. one big thing that happened. That yeah. was the one big match. Yes. Don't want to forget that before. No, I, we no. almost. Yeah. The, yeah. Triple H and Batista was the best match of the night. Uh, Did you? Did you like it? Triple H ripping Batista's nose yeah. ring out of his nose was one of the sickest things we've ever seen in WWE TV. That's like that's like a throwback to some very extreme, very violent Japan stuff or even some ECW or even some like Freddie Blassie, classy Freddie Blassie <laughs> stuff. Well, I, the only thing I love the match, they did pretty good. They both beat each other's ass. You know what I mean? They were doing really good. The only thing I think that I had a problem with was Triple H winning. Why? Batista, that was Batista's last match. That's what I was saying. He Let won. him go out in a freaking glory. But then that means they can't it. use Triple H anymore because it was Triple H's career was on the line. Was it really? Yeah. I thought it that was. That was a match for Triple H's career. I didn't know. Well, I mean. So they couldn't have Triple H lose. Yeah, I mean, but you said the and, same, you said the same and, thing about Jeff Hardy, too, Batista when he Batista primarily dominated their rivalry. If you look back through history, Batista dominated the the rivalry with, with Triple H. Yeah, kind of Batista always won all he the time. He beat him at yeah. three or four of the, the, the pay-per-views that they first yeah, wrestled Yeah, they are always, like, if he would, because, you know, like, when he went to the same exact place, he's like, no, go to Smack. It was like, what was it, go to SmackDown or something at the time or whatever? And yeah. he went, no. And then he, I'm going to fucking And wrong. then he beat him for three straight pay Yeah, like, he he became the champion and everything. I mean, I don't know. I like Hill Batista, but I'm kind of mad that he kind of retired a little bit. I'm like, you were still good, well, man. Well, he didn't want to do it. And he even said he wanted to retire while in good health. That's one thing he said. Yeah, and plus two, he's in a lot of movies now. Like, he's even... And they even showed his commercial for one Is of his... Is he a Hall of Famer yet? No, no, he's not. He'll, he'll be a He'll be a Hall of Famer next year, I bet. I bet he'll be the headliner. Yeah, you know, it's funny, though, is that you have this really big, tough guy and stuff, but... Um, Freaking Jim uh, Jim Cornette always said it was it was funny. He used to shiver in the locker rooms because he said it was so fucking cold, <laughs> and that was like a funny thing. And then now you see him; he's like this badass guy and everything. But I'm happy they didn't fire him though, and yeah. he became and Triple H became him under his wing and stuff. But oh man, I I don't know. I just I'm funky about him losing, but I'm okay with him losing. But I'm just like I'm kind of just sad that he didn't get to. I think if he had, like, a year run, I would have been a little happier. Yeah. If he had, like, a one last year. Not one last match at WrestleMania. If they build it they, up more they, than they, they did. They should have built it up last, more. Yeah, they started building it up. And like it should have ended with him just beating Ric Flair on his birthday. Like, he should have already been attacking people. That's what I was saying. He should have He should have like, beat up Shawn Michaels. He should have beat up... Randy Orton. Uh, Randy he Orton. Yeah. He should have beat up uh, uh, a couple of Triple H's NXT guys. Have you know Batista show up on an NXT he, event and beat somebody up. Yeah, that would have been a... You know what would have been also a dope thing? Mm. Where they have... Uh, because Mr. McMahon or whoever's at the show that night and everything, and yeah. definitely Road Dog sits behind there, right like in where the computers are and everything. Do you know how dope that would be? Is if you had Road Dog sitting there, and he just grabbed a freaking computer screen and, and hit him in the cross the head, and then yeah. dragged him and tell him... Like, Vince, Vince is sitting there, like, sitting back and all, like, freaked out right. and everything. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Right. Like, you know, don't hit me. And he, just drags, he just drags, you know, Road Dog out yeah, and everything. they should have did that. And it should have ended with him destroying Ric Flair on Rick's 70th birthday. 
Yeah, that's where it should have. That should have been like the highest peak before the match. Yeah, it should have been. It should have been that where he's like, okay, you know. That's where Triple H says, "I'll give you the match," because Triple H should have denied the match, denied like, the yeah. match. Yeah, all the things that he did, like you know, did everything because, like you're saying about NXT though, he could have went to NXT and beat up Shawn Michaels and a bunch of the NXT guys because Shawn Michaels runs NXT now. Right. He does all the shows. No, he's really- He's one of the main agents for, yeah, he's, for Triple H. Yeah, he's like one of the yeah. trainers and the main agents. But imagine if he was there that night, and he's just like, oh, you're going to go do good and stuff. And then he, boom, you see like a knocked out guy on the on the side. You know, whoever, one of the NXT stars that he's, you know, helping right. and everything. And then he's like, Shawn Michaels, what the hell? And then beats, then he beats the right. crap out. If he beat up everybody that he was friends with beyond, every time and everything, it would have went so well. So, uh... Well, I we, think that's done with yeah, WrestleMania. So moving, moving out of WrestleMania, we're into the Superstar Shake-Up. Uh, who was, what, the worst or the best out of it? Who do you think was the best? Raw. Who do you think was the worst? Um, the best for Raw was probably, I'd say, AJ Styles. Absolutely. Um, the middle was probably, um, probably, like, Joe... I mean, I was kind of okay with him on SmackDown, but I'm okay with him going to Raw because if they're going to push him and maybe make him the Universal Champion eventually or something, like him versus Seth would be pretty cool. But uh, to be honest, out of that like whole Raw thing, I think Ray was probably the worst. And it's not because I'm not like, I love Ray to death, but I also think he should have stayed on SmackDown. Uh, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Because I don't see him versus this stupid, you know, Samoa Joe thing because what? He, did he, he got the championship, right? Who? Recently, right? He got. No. He did. He didn't win it. No. I thought he won it and then lost it like the couple nights. Before I don't or something. think so. Uh, I don't know, but I could see even if he didn't. Like I don't see him as the U.S. champion. I see him as like the Intercontinental. You know what I mean? I could see him doing that because you know, it just it fits well and because SmackDown, it feels like every single time they bring Rey Mysterio back, they always don't use him correctly. And I understand, but like. They threw they threw Ray in there like he's doing shows like every fucking week. He, it's not like a you know a, a legends contract where he's doing it once in a while type of shit. Right. You know like him and Jeff have been wrestling more than even some of the actual wrestlers are on the card, and I'm happy with the Hardy staying on SmackDown. Are you happy about that? Yeah, I think that's okay. Because they're doing the, I mean, in your opinion, what do you think is the what do you think is the worst? Well, room, well, whenever you're talking, or what are we talking about? The draft over and yeah, stuff. Yeah, a, a raw because we're only talking about raw right now. I want to. We'll talk about SmackDown. I I think that raw really. Uh, it needed AJ. That's the really yeah, reason why I think yeah. it was better because. I can't think of anything bad that happened. I'm trying to think of a bad one of a bad raw draft pick. Ooh, uh, you you don't think Ray was the worst. No, I, I, I think that they could have kept him on SmackDown. I think that maybe moving on Drawday to Raw only to move him back over to SmackDown was kind of dumb. Really? They, no, yeah, they moved on, on Drawday over to Raw only to move him back to SmackDown. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Um, yeah, because... I don't know why they do that. But like I was saying, though, like it's because... Uh, you know, AJ can always tag up, you know... With that, yeah. so he can always tag up with them. But the good thing, well, he you know he needs to do that like club type of thing. You know, you know what I mean. He needs to do that. He needs to do like the club. You know that would yeah. be. I could see him winning. I just, 
I'm gonna tell you what though is that if AJ wins that Universal Championship, I'd be like, okay, Vince, when are we fucking changing the design? <laughs> <laughs> I also think that the, um, Chad Gable leaving Raw for SmackDown was was a good thing. Yeah, well, what, what do you think who's the worst on Raw though? Before we get to SmackDown, what's that? Who do you think's the worst on Raw before we get to SmackDown? Probably pulling up uh, EC3 from NXT. Oh, really? You didn't want him to go? he should have stayed in NXT a little while longer. Really? Yeah. You think, well, so he went to straight to Raw, right? Yeah. Okay, so you think that's the worst draft pick that they got? Yeah, I, th- I think that he should have stayed in NXT to build himself up a little bit more. Well, who's, what's the best? Think AJ or Samoa Joe or... Probably AJ. Probably so. Probably AJ. Yeah. Well, I think you know. I actually have a good idea if they do push him to win the Universal Championship. Or the Miz. Oh yeah, I forgot he went to Raw. Yeah. I think that's yeah. That he's true. He's probably one of the top three. AJ, Samoa Joe, or Miz because of Miz coming and doing the Shane thing. Now that was cool. And then did you see that Miz bled that night? I wonder what the fuck happened. Oh. When he ran in on Shane, he kind of. uh he kind of, he had like a bloody side. He probably cut himself on something. I, I, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't think he bladed. I don't think that was a, I don't think that was a thing. But well, who do you think's the best on SmackDown? I mean. Uh, SmackDown, probably them getting a hold of, um, uh, uh, Roman Reigns, obviously. It's probably or, the best. Uh, I was thinking. I was thinking how I wanted the word that it took me a minute, but Didn't getting Elias is also a big deal. I think that SmackDown they got won Elias. Out. They got Elias and Roman Reigns, and they also I didn't even that. they also got that Lars Sullivan. Uh, I'm a fan of him. Kyrie Sane. Now that's my absolute favorite. I love Kyrie Sane. She's my favorite women's wrestler right now. Isn't think, she tagging up? Yeah, she's tagging up with Asuka, and I really like Asuka as well. Yeah, I think that's a good tag team. I mean, it kind of seems kind of like a like you know you know normal WWE where they're kind of uh, they're kind of uh, you know <laughs> how can I say uh, how do I say this without saying WWE is kind of racist. What? Tagging out the Asians with the Asians and the Mexicans with the Mexicans all the well, time. Well, I mean, they always kind of do that. It's like, oh, you're, oh, you're a black guy. Well, you need to fucking tag up with the other well, black Vince's, guy. Over there. Well, back in Vince's heyday, it's how it worked. You know. Well, yeah, I the know. Russians tagged with the Russians and the American tags with the Americans. Yeah, and that's the way it was. Oh, well, you know, it's still good though, because if you saw, if you saw like any of them tag with another woman, do you think it would be weird? If you had, if like, cause now they're doing that tag team with Asuka and everything and her, do you really think that they would have been kind of weird to see her with like a white girl or a black girl? I think it'd be kind of weird because they have that, they both have that like same type of gimmick where they're both wearing makeup and the one girl and the wears crazy a mask. gimmick when yeah. has a mask, when has a pirate ship. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. it doesn't seem like if you had anybody else, it really wouldn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, but I am, this is what I'm disappointed though. Is the tag the women's tag? To be honest, I'm not very happy about it. What's, oh, what's going on with it? When, yeah, with uh, the Iconics getting it over Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, and they weren't supposed to win that night and at, re- at WrestleMania. I wasn't good. I didn't want to talk about Sasha Banks. That's all the everybody's talking about. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about? How, well, I heard this is what the funny thing about it though is that. Um, <laughs> 
this is what I heard in the rumors. Since she's sitting at home, um, they put in her contract that if she sits at home, doesn't do anything, and takes breaks and stuff, mm-hmm. they put in her contract that they can extend her contract. Meaning is to say that she has three years left on her contract. Yeah. They'll extend it to five or six. Wow. So they're doing that right now. So even though she's sitting at home taking a break and stuff, and they're letting her take a break, even though she hasn't been wrestling that fucking long, to be honest. Well, I mean, she has been wrestling for long, technically, with trying to get up on the card, but she hasn't been wrestling to the point where she probably, like, needs a break. You know what I mean? Like, because when when Jeff Hardy and them, like, when he went out and went to TNA and everything, because I I just, I mean to mention this, is that when he went to TNA and left in 2004, he was wrestling since, like, what, 96 or something? Yeah. You know what I mean? He had, like, he had, yeah, he he was wrestling for, like, 10 years, and he had no break going on the road all the damn time and stuff. And so, I mean, I can understand why he needed a fucking break. You know what I mean? Like, he was Uh, worn out and done. some, some, Some people just don't get their way, and then they leave. That's the way it goes. Well, she ain't leaving, though. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Bray Wyatt? Uh, Bray Wyatt? Um, I'm liking the gimmick, to be honest. I don't know how you feel about the gimmick. Do you like it at all? The thing is, though, I don't feel like it's a change of his gimmick. I feel like this is going to be him going in and being this weird, like, kitty fucking show thing. Like, he's new, but he's still Bray Wyatt. But. He still shows himself. He's not a brand new gimmick. He's just like a nicer version of what he's supposed to be. But he's also still crazy. He's wearing the gloves. He has weird fucking characters for those little puppet things. Right. And, stuff. and he's chainsawing his fucking thing. I think he's probably going to go super insane and go crazy again. Like he did and be yeah. Bray, maybe be a different side of Bray Wyatt. I'd be kind of happy if he's still... Because he's still Bray Wyatt. Right. So they're still keeping the name. They're still keeping everything. If there was... If it was... People were talking about, oh, it's a new gimmick. No, 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 no. If it was a new fucking gimmick, his name would be different. Right. Like, you know, because even, even with Matt Hardy's mm. Woken gimmick or Broken gimmick yeah. or whatever and stuff, it's a gimmick because he changes his, like, everything, his name... It's broken Matt Hardy. It's not right. Matt Hardy. Right. Like, that's kind of a difference. Like, he's still Bray Wyatt. He still has, like, he just looks like he's slimmer. So, yeah, he lost some weight. He got a little bit more beefy and stuff. And he cut his hair. And, but, um, people are talking about the cut and the shave and the hair thing. I, I think it's because he probably likes it like that. I mean, it's not because of the gimmick, to be honest with you. He probably likes it because he doesn't like to have the hair in his face or probably something. But in my opinion on this gimmick, he's probably going to feel crazy. But the one thing I'd like to see again is him, like, bring back, like, the Jason mask or something he did in, like, NXT. You remember those days or whatever it was back then? Did you remember when he was Husky Harris? Yes. yes, He was Husky Harris. Yes, I do. And then they sent him back down, down developmental. He became I was Bray. not watching NXT at that point. Okay, I think it was FCW. I was yeah, watching it. Yeah. And when they brought him back to developmental and everything, he became, became the Bray Wyatt character where he was this, like the crazy guy, hillbilly or something like that. But he came out and like a, like the... He came out with... I don't know if he came out with a chainsaw a couple of times, but I know he came out in the like garnet of like a butcher and stuff, like yeah. a clear one that's all bloody and everything, and he wore a mask. I don't know if he wrestled in that, but he wrestled in the mask. So that was pretty fucking cool. Oh, okay. So it was like more of like a Jason type of like, like kind of like how I'd say more of uh, the mask from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That guy, he wears that kind of a hockey mask type oh, of Jason Casey thing. Jones. Yeah, Casey Jones. Yeah. It's more like a mask like that. But I'd be happy if he did that. But I can see him going back to his old character. Um, but that's the only, the only thing that I I see him doing. I mean, what do you think about it? Um, I don't. 
I don't have enough to form an opinion. Where any one weekend we saw him come back with the weird Pee Wee Herman. That's what I was saying. Meets like, like you know, like it's like have eyes. Yeah. I I don't know. I think that uh, you're right. Eventually, it will just be an, another iteration of Bray Wyatt, similar to how like the Undertaker had his different versions. He was always the Undertaker, but there was slight tweaks. Like yeah, you had like, the gray and black Undertaker. You yeah, had the purple, purple and black Undertaker, Undertaker yeah, with the you mask. Had, you had like the demon Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like that. Yeah, I think it, you're gonna see different iterations of Bray Wyatt throughout the years. To be honest with you, if, you, if we're essentially we're talking about that, I want to say that's just a quick real question. What do you think was the best Undertaker in your opinion? Just just a second, real quick question. Which oh that. That's easy. Uh, I don't care for The Undertaker much past, like, 1996 or 97. And I know a lot of people listening to me right now probably want to shut off the thing. So you're, so you're <laughs> talking talk about... I like... But that's because... And that's nothing towards him or anybody else. I think it's just because... That's the Undertaker that I grew up on. That's what I, I you know, so I, like, I was a little kid. That was my favorite part of history. Even to this day, to watch like 91, 92, 93, 94, so, WWF is my favorite. So you, so you like probably like the Demon Undertaker is like the last, that's like 96. Nah. That's 96. Uh, that's like the. When like, him and Shawn Michaels were. Right yeah, there, that's right the, there. That's, whenever Kane debuted, yeah. That's like the that's the last good Undertaker is what you're saying is your favorite probably yeah. in those eras and stuff. Yeah. Um, I like that. Um, my opinion where I think he was probably at his height of his career was the Undertaker where he had long hair and he had the straps. You know what I mean? When he like when he came back after the American Badass, yeah. like later on. Yeah. Like, he was the mean. world heavyweight champion a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was versing everybody and stuff. I think that was probably like his heydays really because you know oh like i said uh, my favorite era is like 91 to 94 so that would probably be why and i think that that undertaker in 95 when he when mabel broke his face and he had to wear the mask (laughs) uh that's my favorite man that's my favorite that mask thing that he wore. I love. I have. I have his elite figure with that mask. Yeah, I love yes. it because he has like that purple costume. Yes. and then he has that hat and everything. Like he he looks creepy. The only thing I hated about the did he uh, still wear the tie with the purple costume? Yes. Hated that. I wish he'd stop wearing the tie. The tie <laughs> made him look funny. Like the night he had that nice hat. He had the mask on. He had the tie that he took off and everything. But if he just had no tie and he walked in like that, oh. <laughs> great like Jesus I didn't like to be honest though I did like the gray but I can say this what do you like better before we go on with the the gray or the purple yeah the, pur- the gray or the purple I say purple because oh, I think it looks man. better on him I think the gray looks funny like it looks weird like maybe well the only reason why I think it looks weird is because he brought back the gray when he was doing the purple we'll, and, s- we'll see when it was like old and stuff it we'll was like very fading and everything we'll see that's what I, that's what I remember I remember him being in the gray the first memories my first memories of a wrestling match is him against Tugboat on the ne- episode of Superstars in 1990. Or the first ever. The, what was it? Kane the Undertaker. Yeah, Kane the Undertaker. That is correct. I have a magazine somewhere that has him listed as Kane the Undertaker in it. Really? Yeah. You know, I think it's like the best years of him, though, too. Mm. When he dressed up as Kane. Those were good fucking years. Where yeah. he was, because he was in good shape. 
He looked like Kane, and when they did it, he looked. You couldn't even fucking tell it was not Kane, because I saw the one right. picture of mankind, Kane, him as Kane, and Paul Bear, and I was like, well, that ain't Kane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I thought those were like good years of Undertaker, but like going back to Bray Wyatt, that was like like how you're saying with the Undertaker, he get that he evolved, and that's like the same thing. Like, but it's just like the same thing. He's like you had to have the the redneck thing that he did for a bit. And then you gotta have this like creepy thing. I think he'd probably go back to the redneck thing, but I think it'll be a little different than it'll it was. be. It'll be down the line when we're looking when we're like, oh, we missed that. Uh, to be honest, I think I th- I think by when SmackDown goes on Fox, yeah, in that's October, I, it's probably it's that'll be the time where it's probably done. If it isn't, then I'm like fuck. But the one well, thing I am hoping though, this is something of his because his gimmicks always work. The first gimmick he did was Husky Harris, wasn't his gimmick. Always the Bray Wyatt always worked. Even the different stages of Bray Wyatt when he yeah. was with Matt Hardy and everything, it always worked well. This better be a fucking Bray Wyatt gimmick. If it's fucking WWE, I'm gonna be like, I wanna go see Vince and be like, bitch, <laughs> like, stop fucking think you're good. Go home, old man. <laughs> like, let them well, do what they want. Well, speaking of letting them do what they want, uh, talk about Mr. Dean Ambrose. Yes. Leaving the WWE. He has been offered $6 million a year to work less dates for all elite wrestling. <laughs> Does he do it? Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. I don't know because um, WWE offered him a contract and there was rumors that he might have took it or might not take it. He's thinking about it. It's a contract that pays him a lot of fucking money, okay? Pays him a lot of money, and he gets to go sit at home for, like, one or two years. And then he has to come back. So he's just not allowed to do anything? No, he's not allowed to do anything. So they'll pay him not to do anything for a couple years. Well, good for him if he gets that. (laughs) If he gets that, it kind of sucks, though. But, I mean, if you're him, you you gotta be like, you know... even if you got to go to AEW, if, you have to. If you have to go to AEW, I don't see him coming up soon. To be honest, I think if he would go... I think to... he shows up at AEW, and he probably jumps either Cody Rhodes, or he jumps uh, Hangman Page, or he jumps Pac. You don't think he's going to... Yeah, I'd say... I'd probably say... Yeah, well, was Dean... Was Cody Rhodes around when Dean was around? Well, here's the thing. He'll go there looking for the championship. Whoever's the champion. And Hangman Page and Pac are the ones going to be after the championship. I say Cody Rhodes because he's having that match with Goldust. You don't, and, you don't, and you don't think, uh, you don't think uh, he'll verse uh, and want to beat up Jericho either? Because he's had that. He's had problems Oh, with that's true. He could jump Jericho to at be, the end of the To Jericho be honest, I think of all the people he'll probably jump to make more sense, it's probably going to be a WWE guy. A guy well, who used to be... Excuse me, yeah. everything. But I think he's either going to jump Jericho, Cody Rhodes. If Dustin's still there, he probably he might be might jump him. But um, or he's going to jump, uh, Pac or whatever Neville. Um, <laughs> but um, think about no. I this is just completely out there, and this will probably never ever happen. But it's just the thought that just passed through my mind. Imagine if he goes to AEW and he wrestles in AEW for say two or three years, uh-huh. and AEW gets gets bigger than what it is now yeah 
Because it's pretty big. It's pretty, it's pretty big, big not not having one show. Yeah. People call it a t-shirt company. They're nuts. No. They're literally, like, everybody, like, there's, I'm on, like, Facebook groups where everybody's fucking talking about it. And everybody's calling, like, there's always a bunch of comments, like, it hasn't been on a show. And they're like, fuck you, they got money. And they, yeah. they're always their excuses. They're always their excuses about fucking AEW that we'll get to talk about later with the, the our other topics and everything. I just want to say now is that he has more money than him. But the big problem that people get mad about is that so did Turner. Turner fucking had a lot more money, but this guy knows wrestling. Turner didn't know wrestling. Turner, Turner didn't, didn't want it on his. Ho, ho. Hold on, there, young young man. Don't be speaking about Turner like you like you know because you weren't around back in them I days. <laughs> Turner went down. WCW went down because Turner sold his whole company to. That's why they became Time Warner AOL. Yeah. He sold the whole company to AOL, pretty much. Yeah. Or something or something in that They, manner. like, invested in And he was no longer in position of power. WCW lasted as long as Turner was in power. When yeah. Turner was out of that top guy power, yeah. WCW got closed. Well, the reason why it got also closed and stuff is, like... I Turner s- loved wrestling because it was his first major hit on... Cable TV. Yeah, I I understand that. What I just mean by is like he when I say he didn't know, like he's not like he loved wrestling, but then he's also like he doesn't he doesn't how can I say this? He doesn't know how it worked because there's a lot of people like Eric Bischoff where they said you know like Turner would always be like I don't they would always say well I don't know what I'm doing just you guys do what you, you do, do. Yep. yeah I mean like that's what I mean but I was just trying to say that was like he didn't Turner didn't want it on his channel anymore the only time Turner actually dealt with anything was two occasions to my knowledge. In 1988... Is that what TNT stands for? What is Turner that? Network Television. Yeah, that he didn't want it on his television anymore, okay? and that's well, No, big... it wasn't him. Oh. It was the corporate executives that he had sold to. Yeah, he, they didn't want it on television no. anymore. And that's yes. a big reason. Because like, no matter yes. what, it was still making money, it was still doing it what it was, but they just didn't want it anymore. Now, uh, with Turner... Um, he's only dealt with two things that I can recall from the history books... One was in 1988 when he purchased Jim Crockett Promotions. He personally dealt with signing and retaining Ric Flair. Because I guess there was a deal made where he didn't want it if Ric Flair wasn't on board. And the second time was in signing Hulk Hogan in 1994. Okay. Those are the only two times he ever got involved with wrestling on that level. Yeah, because... Yeah, because... I mean, the Hulk Hogan thing was good for them to sign. It's just... You know what, the one thing is that I always have a problem with, I never think, like, because they always say, like, the Eric Bischoff slash Hulk Hogan curse after ECW because, I mean, WCW, because they went to TNA, but I can tell you what, though, is, like, when Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan was on TNA, that was the highest ratings that they had ever. Well, thank you for wrapping back around to my original idea of this, uh, before we went off on the tangent about Ted Turner. <laughs> yeah. Uh Ambrose goes to AEW, wrestles for two or three years. Uh-huh. Let's say Reigns and Rollins' contracts come up. What do you think it becomes a bigger... Would they be the new NWO? Well, they couldn't be because the new NWO. It, why? Because Hogan wrestled in WCW for two to three years before Hall and Nash followed. Hogan was the mystery third guy, and all along people thought he was filming movies and on Team WCW up until he turned. Like... You know, it was completely shocking. What if Ambrose goes to AEW two, three years down the line, Rollins and Reigns get 
go to AEW. I don't think they will because of Reigns' loyalty to Vince. But what if? I could see I could see Roman Reigns staying because Roman Reigns has I mean staying at WWE because Roman Reigns has like the best fucking you know what I mean has the best like he's like he's like John Cena now so he's like you know they're they're practically like I could say sorry kids but they're sucking his damn dick practically they care about him so much and they want to push him as much as they can right. but what I was going to say though is I could see maybe. Fucking Seth leaving, probably. I could see him leaving, and the big reason why I could see him leaving is because if they're paying more, because like they're always gonna push them. Less states paying more, less states and insurance. Yeah, and also too, they might also help him with his fucking wrestling school that he has. Yeah, oh yeah. Because they probably would, you know. They'd probably yeah. like, oh shit, we're getting business for all we're our AEW. That yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna use our wrestling company mm. for our damn thing, just like Jim did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they did with Jim. It was always the performance thing, and that's what I think they're going to do. So, so it, speaking of AEW, we are just. One month away. It's it's April. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and kill our business a little bit and let you know that you aren't listening to us live exactly. Yeah. It, it's April twenty fourth. Yep. There. So we we just broke the kayfabe there. You know what I mean. <laughs> Tomorrow, April twenty yeah, fifth yeah. is when it's gonna be uploaded. But it's April twenty fourth. We are one month and one day away from. The launch of AEW Wrestling. AEW Double or Nothing, live from Las Vegas, Nevada. What? Let's take a look at the three big matches on this card. And I know there's other matches that we're, we may not get to. Um, we'll give an honorable mention real quick. Lucha Brothers versus uh, the Young Bucks. That's going to be a phenomenal show of tag team wrestling. And what, uh, in my in my estimation... Strong, I call, I like to call that Young Buck stuff. and I call it strong style, uh, super, I call it super indies, what I call it. See, the thing is about them, I like them, but then I also, to be honest with you, think they're overpushed. You know what I mean? Like, they're really overpopular. And it's good, but then it's not like, it's not Jeff Hardy good. Yeah, it's not the Hardy Boys good, you know? Yeah. It's it's not, it's not their good. And I, th- I think it's good, but this is what I could say. You liked them when they were in the Bullet Club, didn't you? Who's that? The, 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 I can't say, the Young Bucks. Yes. Okay, so you liked them in the Bullet Club. I liked them when they did the Bullet Club attitude. If they don't go with that Bullet Club slash cool attitude, I don't know how they're going to go. Well, I think that's going to be a good show, tag team wrestling. I mean, yeah, they're really good at uh, wrestling. I mean, they're really they're really good. Let's talk about the three big ones, though. Uh, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, too. Um, I'm going to like that, but I'll tell you what, though, is that if he he comes up with... He, if he... Okay, so everybody's wondering what he's going to do, okay? So everybody's always like... Um, how can I say it? Okay, so he's done with the jacket, okay, he said on his podcast, because he said he doesn't actually know what he's going to do. He hasn't figured out what technically gimmick or what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not coming out with a jacket, he said. 
He said he's not coming out with the scarf and the, you know, the list and everything. And he said he's not going to come out as the stupid face paint and everything. Right. And he also said he isn't going to come out with the hat. Everybody's always been showing him pictures on AEW with that stupid hat and all that crap. He's doing everything. something new. He's doing just, I think he's just doing Chris Jericho. Yeah. You know what I mean, he might just do, probably, he's doing something new, he says. Because it's already been done. Like, because he even said when he first went into, um, when he first went to, um, New Japan and wrestled, you know, he wrestled, what, I can't say, Kenny Omega, but he did that, he, he did the jacket slash scarf thing, but the only reason why he did that is because he, he was still on WWE then, he was, they were allowing him to go do shit, right, so, and then after that contract ended, because I heard, he would have, I don't think he would have probably, do you think if there was no AEW, do you think he would have signed with WWE again, because I heard he didn't really want to again, um, no, he probably would have continued on the Ring of Honor New Japan path. Yeah, he probably did have done that because I heard, because he doesn't want to do the same old gimmicks over and over again. Like people say about like if he comes back to WWE, he says that one day he says I probably will come back to WWE because it's my home. And but he says when I come back to WWE, he said I ain't gonna be the list. He said that shit's over with. I'm done with it. You know he's done with that list shit. You know he said he might come back with a jacket, but he probably won't be a light up jacket. But the Kenny Omega thing, it's just, I I think it's going to be good, but then I'm also wondering, is it going to be bad? What do you think? Um, the only reason why I could say it could be bad is because they already fucking did it. But I tell you what, though, is if Chris Jericho doesn't win and Kenny wins fucking again, I'm going to be pretty fucking pissed. Well, it's probably going to, they're probably going to even it up one to one so they can do the rubber match down the line again. Well, also, too, the one thing I'm weirded out about, um... There's no fucking championships. Not yet, no. Why isn't there? Why? Because they're doing one show a month or so for the next few months until they start in October when SmackDown moves to Fox. They debut on either TBS or TNT, we know at this point now. So, okay, so you said a month from now is when the show is going to be, right? Uh, one month from now is the first show, yes. Okay, so that's... And then after that, they're doing two shows in June... One in July, possibly one in September, and then they move into October television tapings. Did they already say? Did they? Did they have a network yet? Huh? Did they have a network. It has been confirmed that it will either be TBS or TNT. What's TBS? Turner Broadcasting Station. So, so it's going to be Turner no matter what. Yeah, they have signed. Yeah, t- TBS and TNT is owned by is owned by the same Warner company. Brothers, yeah. Or I think it's AOL now or something. I'm not sure who. Hold on, let's fact check that. Let's fact check who is who is now uh, currently owner in control of, of TNT and TBS. I can see it going to TNT, but not TBS. When's the last time a wrestling show has been on TBS? Turner Broadcasting System unit of AT and T controlled Warner Media. So you are correct. Uh, Warner Brothers slash TN, uh, Turner Broadcasting is owns that. I did not know that they still own that. I thought that they sold all that off. Well, I mean, they probably didn't want to sell it. I think he just sold the WCW stuff. No, they sold... When Turner sold it, 
he it was the big corporate merger between the AOL Time Warner. Yeah, but I AOL, haven't been up to date on my Ted Turner stuff since two thousand one, so yeah, I don't know. But the thing, yeah, but the thing is though, a AOL went out of business, so that's. Oh uh, yeah, so <laughs> they're now just themselves again. Yeah, they're probably just them. So I think they partnered okay. up. Okay. Yeah, because they're not. They don't. They're not even around anymore. Because that was like an online like mm. talking service and we have America online I remember yeah, again I'm older than you I remember these things <laughs> alright so next on the list here uh, Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes and <laughs> what people are calling Dustin Rhodes final match but is not confirmed he could continue with a good run in AEW or this could be a one time only thing what happens here um okay Dustin Rhodes started his career the year I was born, 1988. Was that in WWE? NWA. NWA. And oh. world class. He was in Memphis Dusty for a little Rhodes bit. Or which, which Dustin Rhodes. Okay, I was going to say. Gold like, Dust. Okay, I was going to say. Well, what was, he, what was he always... I know he went to... I know he got fired from WCW for doing something on that stupid freaking truck match or whatever mm-hmm. uh and then he went to WWE and then uh he went to I don't, was he in I don't know really that much of his career of how what how where because I know okay so did he go back to WCW after he was gold dust yeah and then really he bounced back and forth he was gold dust and then he left and went to WCW and then, and then he left WCW and went back and, and then, then he left there and went to TNA and then he left TNA and went back. And then he left again and did the indies. And out of the handful of indie matches he worked, uh, just a little side note, one was actually right out the road from where we currently are right now at uh, DeVito Park. Oh, really? Yeah, and people were upset because... then uh, this is just a little side story. I wasn't at that event. But people were upset because instead of doing the makeup, he wore a mask. Oh, really? He had a mask that was done up to look like his makeup. Which one, though? Gold Dust. Was it, how did you do Gold Dust, though? I don't know. And was people it, was were it mad. Was or black? It, it was gold. Okay, and people gold. were mad that he did the mask instead of... He probably did the mask because he can't do the paint because they probably own Gold Dust. Well, no, it's the indies. He, I guess, he didn't want to waste his time because it takes hours upon hours to That's do it. That's true. Yeah, and he felt like it wasn't worth <laughs> you it. You know, it's funny, though, is that he's doing this red and yeah. black thing, just like Gold Dust thing, but when he was with TNA, he did a silver and black because he could have do yes, gold he dust. himself seven dust or something. Yeah, he called him seven dust. I heard if you ever ask him about that, he's like, he's like one of the nicest guys you'll meet. But if you ever ask him about that, you better fucking run. Because he'll like punch you in the face or something. Yeah, that bad time right there. Well, also too, he was fat as shit. Like he was really, really fat. Yeah. And he like he had like he was in drugs and alcohol right. and he was in like the horrible as times that he could. And then he got back in shape and came back. Well, do you think this is the final match, or do you think he has a run? No, I think he'll have a run, and if he doesn't have Do you a... think he might finally win a world championship before he retires, the AEW world championship? Well, what is He's he... never had a world championship in all of his years. He's not, been not, multiple-time no. WCW US champion, multiple-time WWF Intercontinental champion, multiple-time WCW and WWF slash E tag team champion. He's held various other championships, uh, both independent and 
later territory days in the mid eighties or in the late eighties when he broke in. So he's never won the NWA. He has never held a world heavyweight championship. Not even a TNA. No. He is the best wrestler to never have won a world championship. Okay, so um do you th- okay Does he win the AEW has, championship? Okay, so I know Cody had the NWA championship, okay? Yes. Cody had that for a Cody's bit. Cody's also had the Ring of Honor championship. Okay, was that with was that with Billy Corgan then when he had that championship? Yes. Okay, so I think that maybe Billy Corgan should be nice and add the championship to this match. Would be a really nice thing. He can't because it, it, Cody Rhodes lost it back to Nick Aldis. Make Nick Aldis lose. Nick Aldis wrestles Marty Skrull, which we're going to cover later on here. Okay, I understand. I'm just saying, though, I think if if Dustin's going to retire and try to get a championship before he, you know, does, you know, stops doing what he stops wrestling, I think he needs to win the NWA. Well, speaking of... Because it'd be so unfair if Dustin Rhodes hasn't won it. Never. And his dad won it, and his little brother no, fucking yeah, That would be fucking ridiculous. But, or will he just always be remembered as the greatest wrestler to never win a world championship? No, I don't think he should be like that. I no. think if they bring a, if they bring an AEW championship, and I think well, they may allow speaking it. Speaking of the AEW championship, and the match that is based on that, because both of the, the, the story going into this match here is both guys have said that they are there to be the champion. To pack and... Page. Yes. Well, okay, so what I was saying about the Dustin thing before, though, before we get into this, yeah. if he doesn't wrestle still, he's going to be still working with AEW. I could see him maybe being... Oh, well, yeah, he'll guarantee he'll be backstage. Yeah, he'll do something. That's already a lock. He'll do something. That's so. already a lock. But is he going to continue his career, or is it going to be one and done? It ain't going to be a one and done. Alright, I think I, 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 don't, I don't think it's gonna I be. think it's going to be one and done for a while And then Yeah, he might not And then rest. something will come up And he'll have the opportunity Well, have you seen his shirts though? Mm-mm. It's his final match Maybe I don't know If you look up If you see their On AEW's yeah. Instagram They're uh, they, It's their, always their final match Whoa, It's we'll, just f- final match Well, <laughs> we'll see uh, So Pac versus Paige Both guys want the belt What do you think? I don't know. I don't know Paige, but I know Pac. Paige is my favorite uh, non WWE wrestler, right? Now. Is he uh, actually, new? no. Well, semi. He's been in Ring of Honor and New Japan. He's been on the Indies for years. Hangman Adam Page. He kind of reminds me of fucking, that, you know. He's one of my favorite wrestlers right now. Uh, I'd have to say. You know, he might even be the favorite wrestler right now, current day. Um, well, he reminds me. he reminds me of a WCW wrestler. Uh, uh, what was his name? I can't say his name. He's Hangman Page. He comes out like like a cowboy. He's an old badass. Like man, how can you not love it? Uh, well, I, I I love Pac. I want Pac to win more than him. Right, right. You know, because like if my Pac, kids do too. I mean, well, because <laughs> he deserves it over the Page guy. Pac has worked a hell of a lot more than him when he was know. Neville. When he was Neville. I'm just saying, he was great, and I don't know why the fuck they, I don't know why, you know what's funny though, is about him and Enzo was really good friends for some reason. People thought he hated Enzo or anything. No, I thought he did. No, they were really good friends. They always traveled together. They were always traveled, like, they, they, when they were doing that, you know, cruiserweight thing, they traveled together. 
Yeah. Well, they traveled together and they had fun where they were... I don't know if they traveled... I don't remember if it was they traveled, but they at least were, like, in the same rock locker room hanging out and stuff backstage and everything. But it's because he was supposed to lose the belt before... Like, before Pac left and everything. Yeah. Um, Enzo was supposed to get it, have it for a little bit and stuff, and Pac was supposed to win it back. Neville mm. was supposed to fucking win it back. So... He was supposed to win it back, but then Neville was, like, on a hiatus and everything, and he says, because of, he, he went on that hiatus, but then he also, I heard he was supposed to stay in WWE and do, and come back and win the championship from Enzo, but then that shit happened with Enzo, so it kind of fucked it up, and he said, fuck this shit, I'm not doing it anymore, and left. Mm. So, he wanted, he was, he was, he was willing to come back with the Enzo thing. Right. Because he was unhappy and everything, but then he became happy again when they said, well, this is what it was supposed to go, and they go and say, okay, it's fine, but then when he was supposed to come back and make a return and everything, Enzo fucking got that shit happened to him with that fake uh, allegation and everything, Yeah. and boom, he's like, fuck this, I'm done. Hmm. Well... So you're going, long story short, <laughs> you're, I'm going with Pac. you're very upset about the Pac to WWE situation. I'm fucking pissed, and if he doesn't win this championship, I'll be fucking pissed. He deserves it. He is a fucking badass. He can well, go through the Well, hopefully in a month from now, you're upset and angry with me because Paige is, <laughs> his page is ahead. Uh, so let's talk anticipation for the event and promotion as a whole. How excited are you for this event? How excited are you for this promotion? I'm excited for this promotion and the event. I'm really excited for this promotion because I will be happy because it's probably going to be another WCW. It won't fail like WCW. They have more money than the guy. Like they said, like Turner had money. No, 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 no. This guy Hans has have money. money. Yeah. No, they have money. When you talk about they were millionaires now, they're billionaires. They own, that's what the one thing that makes me mad when they say, well, Turner had money and stuff. Vince has money. No, 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 no. They own a football team that makes millions of dollars a, a year. Team. A soccer team that's one of the biggest soccer teams in the world that makes million dollars a year. He owns stadiums. Not not the fucking teams. They mean right. they have to pay him every single year to use any events. So if a WWE that's funny though, is that when WWE goes to his stadiums, they're paying AEW. Hmm. That's a one funny thing. They pay for the fucking stadiums. He owns the stadiums and uh, does events. I'm very excited for this event I'm more excited for the promotion I'm excited that they're going to be on TBS or TNT I was really hoping back whenever they first said that they were in starting to talk TV deals I was like please wind up on TBS or TNT because I I, I want and that'll help with the nostalgia (laughs) I feel as well being able to turn on TBS and I hope if, if one of you guys running this happens to catch a listen to this 6.05. 6.05 just like or do 8.05 like the Clash of the Champion time. Um, well, here, yeah, but here's the thing though is that when when was W was WCW on TBS before? Yes. Okay, so then for years, to, years. That, that's where they that's where they lived until they went to T. They only went to TNT in 1995, and they died in 2001. Why did they? WCW get, why did they spent them? majority, and even okay, they had one show on TNT. Is there a They still why? had Thunder and WCW Saturday Night and WCW Pro and the Power Hour and all that. All that aired on TBS. Why did they switch TNT? Because Turner wanted TB, TNT was a bigger prime time. No, it isn't. No. TBS but then, but in the mid-90s it was. Yeah, TNT was fucking huge. It was always movies. It was always badass things. And every guy would fucking watch it. But now um, if you... To be honest, though, is if it's either TNT or TBS... Yeah. 
I'd like them to see on TNT because it seems more of a cool fit and everything, but I'd rather see them on TBS because they'll get more views. Do you know what... You know how you said about the money. One thing I wanted to add to that before we move on here. Do you know what the one thing they have, though, besides the money? What? A vision. A long-term vision. Yeah, because it's also... It's Dusty's kids that are going to And it's young guys that have a long-term vision. I think that's that's going to go a long way. WWE's booking is changing day to day from from what they say in the dirt sheets. Who knows if that's true or not, but that's what they say. I'm thinking that you know AEW has this long term vision that they're going to be something. What and do you I think mean by WWE's booking is day to day? WWE can't keep their minds straight. They're changing things from day to day. Yeah, they always been like that though. Um, well, so the, the good thing too is about this about the freaking. AEW stuff is that freaking the Dustin Dusty Rhodes his kids are fucking around it and Dusty Rhodes is the I know you can't replace Dusty Rhodes but or anything he, was WCW he was WCW he was WCW yeah NAD yeah. NWA WCW he WWE. created Starcade he created uh, Great American Bash he created your favorite Halloween Havoc yeah <laughs> wish they bring that shit back yeah somebody bring it back to. Well, the um, one. What I was just gonna say though is he ran NXT and he made one of the best stars. You know, I want to see he'll he'll make even better stars. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. would, he made the best stars in NXT to doing so. Um, but I think that since okay, so he trained his kids. He made his kids who they yeah, are today. They're smart. They know. Yeah, they the, know. Yeah. They know his shit. So that's the reason why uh, they're so good. So real quick, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this one, but. Uh, while we're on the topic of AEW and WWE crossover things, uh, two events happened the past couple weeks. Uh, the DX Hall of Fame ceremony when they were being inducted, Triple H and Billy Gunn basically mocking uh, an AEW WWE war, with Triple H uh, saying some rather unflattering things. Okay, so and WWE pulling the Undertaker and Kurt Angle. From the Double or Nothing Weekend StarCast event hosted by Conrad Thompson. Okay, so... So like I can say, if you listeners out there didn't watch the Hall of Fame, so this is what happened. Um, they couldn't say, because they were trying to be badass, or I don't know what they're trying to do, because they couldn't say Vince. Vince didn't yeah. want to be mentioned. That's before. always. You're not allowed yeah. to mention Vince's yeah. name. For, well, for some fucking At the Hall of Fame ceremony. Uh, why, though? Because he doesn't want things. Oh, okay. He does that on the personal level with them oh, okay. before they go. Well, he out. he kept saying he, Triple H said, "Don't mention Vince, or he's gonna fire all of us and stuff." And then Billy Gunn went and said it last. He says he can't fire me, and Triple H goes and says, "You know, he, Billy, you're, he is. He's probably gonna fucking buy that piss poor company just to fire you." Yeah. And then eventually, uh, Shawn Michael. They eventually talked and did the thing and everything. But then eventually, Shawn Michael said, "Billy, when he started talking, Billy, 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 when he started talking about it, he says, you never, you know, amount to what you say you are, but you're all in, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Or all elite, or something like that." And they, he, I could tell, I could tell you what, Billy Gunn was not fucking happy about yeah. that. He wasn't, and. Vince still got enough money to buy AEW, even right now, of how we're sitting and stuff. If he, the guy wanted to get out of it, like, oh, this isn't going good, and if it didn't do good, Vince doesn't have enough money to buy it, to be honest. Um, yeah, well, there, that's about, I don't know, like, uh, well, that's I'm, it, man, that's all. <laughs> I thought that that was rather strange that both of those things well, happened. The thing is, okay, well, the reason why I wanted to talk about it was because, 
I mentioned two it three four before we started everything was because I they say there's not gonna be a war, okay? But there's gonna be a fucking war. I think when there it, is. There's if they, they talk about this TBS shit and everything, if it actually gets on TV, and when it does, October. Yeah, the, the, October. yeah, it's already yeah, set. It's October. Already, they're already gonna be set. The for, first Tuesday that SmackDown is off the air, because you know how in October they move from Tuesday to Friday. Yeah, because they're switching. The very the first Tuesday that SmackDown's off the air is the first All Elite Wrestling. When they get on the air, okay. It's going to start a war. Yeah. Because the way that they were talking, and, and Billy Gunn was just joking around. He laughed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Triple H of how serious he got, and then Billy Gunn of how serious he got. He, Billy Gunn may have said in the past, we're not going to compete. They're, they're going to They're go. going to fucking compete. Because even John Cena said in our interview, his interview he did with one wrestling uh, wrestling interview people. I've seen him more than once before. But they do interviews. He did the only one that he, he – I think that was the only one he did at WrestleMania the night before WrestleMania. John Cena did mm-hmm. anything. Um, he said was, I don't care what Billy Gunn or anybody in that promotion says when it gets on TV – we're going to be competing because he says it's a good thing because WWE is going to step up. It's good to have competing inside the company. It's going to have pe- competing outside the company. He right. says you But yeah, I... there is going to be competition with them too and everything. So there, he said there's going to be competition and it'll be good well, for man, WWE. Speaking of competition, let's move on to the next, uh, to the next topic here. The NWA Crockett Cup for the first time in 30 years, the Crockett Cup is, com- is coming back. It's going to be held in Concord, North Carolina. A mixture of tag teams from different promotions. I'm going to run through the list of tag teams, and you tell me your pick to take it all. Uh, we have the Briscoe Brothers from Ring of Honor, Jay and Mark. Mm-hmm. We have the Legends, the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson. Uh, from Villain Enterprises, Brody King and Pierre Carl Ouellette. Uh, Satoshi Kojima and Yuji Nagata representing New Japan. Uh, Flip Gordon and Bandito versus Guerrero Maya Jr. and Stuka Jr. representing, I believe, a AAA or CMLL, if I'm not mistaken. I forget which one they're with now. And the War Kings representing the NWA, Crimson and Jack Stane, versus two winners of the Wild Card Battle Royal. There's going to be a Wild Card Battle Royal on the pre-show of the pay-per-view and the Two last remaining guys in the ring will be teamed up to get a spot in the tournament. Okay. So who do you think is going to win and take it all? Uh, my money is going to be on the Rock and Roll Express. That's what I was going to say. Probably the yeah, Rock and Roll Express. That would be amazing. I think that's going to happen. Uh, also on the card, uh, singles match for the vacant NWA Women's Championship. Jazz had to relinquish the title. We do not know why yet. Uh, Allison Kay versus Santana Garrett. I'm going to go Santana Garrett because of the experience. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, Nick Aldis, the defending NWA World Heavyweight Champion, defends against the villain Marty Skrull. I think this is Marty's night. I think he finally wins. I think he finally wins the wins one of the big ones. And uh, one of the other matches here that they have already announced. It's going to be Willie Mack defending the NWA National Championship against Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. I think win. Colt Cabana, the Colt Boom Boom Cabana is going to win. And speaking of Colt, that's going to segue us into our next. Uh... Well, I got to say this. <laughs> Do you think 
I like Hulk Banna so much, and I want him to win. And I hope he was. Can he change his fucking outfit already? No. It'll <laughs> never happen. I hate that singlet thing that he wears. Wear a shirt, dude. Cole Cabana's ex-best friend uh, that uh, he's been wrapped up in a bitter lawsuit with for the better part of the last few years, CM Punk, has returned under a mask at a Silas Young event up in uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Just real quick, I, I think it's awesome because I was the biggest fan of CM Punk. He was my favorite wrestler after Jeff Hardy left the WWE. CM Punk became his own and became the badass and you could say the best in the world. And he became the what you could say. He became the Stone Cold Steve Austin too. The regular era of what we're in, to be honest. Um, but he became that. And I'm actually happy that he, he might be coming back. Well, here's the funny thing is that he said, though, is that I'll, um, he said, even if you do see me in wrestling again, he says, it won't be in the WWE, I won't be returning, I'll be in a indie show in a mask looking like a ninja. And <laughs> that's what and he there did. He was, yeah, that's what he did. I think it's great because I think the years from now, we're, us and our, our kids that are in the wrestling are going to look back. And be looking for these clips of him at the Cindy show. Oh, yeah. Because it'll be like us, like me, for example, trying to look back. WCW and WWF back in the day would rent their talents out to bigger indie shows for favors. Yeah. And it's so hard to find some of those matches, you know, that these guys went to. And it's like, wait, so-and-so worked in any show? Yeah, because, like, The Undertaker would, because uh, remember, like, how yeah. remember like how Undertaker would go to Jim Cornette's, like, little... Yeah, the, Smoky the, Mountain. The, the yeah, Smoky yeah. Mountain, and he'll, yeah. he would... It's the funny thing, is that Don't the first... Don't Fear the Reaper, that was his music down there. <laughs> yeah, it's the funny... Well, that's weird, though. Why couldn't they use the regular Undertaker music? Uh, because Jim Cornette thought it was cool to use Don't Fear the Reaper. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you know, it's funny, though. Actually... Yeah, why doesn't he use it? Don't feel the reap. That why doesn't he fucking yeah, use yeah, that song? I right, right. now he kind of makes me want to use that damn song. I'm just listening to that and I'm thinking like, if I saw him come down the fucking aisle like that, I'd be like, damn. It's like when Undertaker that one WrestleMania where he came out, uh, he came out to Johnny Cash. Yeah. He came out. Yeah. Uh, there ain't no grave that can hold my body yeah. down. That, oh fuck yeah, that was amazing. But yeah, remember when uh, he came to Jim Cornette and everything? Um, it's funny, everybody talks about Kane versus Undertaker. Well, Kane was down there in Smoky Mountain versus Undertaker yeah, exactly. and everything. Actually doing it, their first match together. So that was the funny thing. Well, uh, the last thing we're going to talk about here, wrestling-wise, well, for hold, the most part. Hold on, be- before we end with the CM Punk thing, I do want to say this, though. Is that people are saying... People are saying that he might or might not come back. This might have just been a friend thing. But I'm thinking, though, is if he did come back the way that he came back, I feel like he'll come back this way because then he it's showing that there's popularity for him. Right. Because I, I heard AEW, the owner of the AEW, was the first. Wants him. Wants him really badly. But then he also wants, I don't think he wants to go to WWE, but I also think he wants to see if people still want him. Right. If WWE still wants him. If AEW still, if AEW wants him. He wants to show that he can get the headlines. Because that little video that somebody fucking took at that show... It was like fucking, it has millions of views right now right. because of everybody right. fucking seeing it. So that's what he's doing. I feel like that's what he's doing. Well, you could be right, but any time will tell with AEW on the rise and WWE struggling to, uh, <laughs> Get to, <the> views. <laughs> to, to be there. And, yeah. well, they're not struggling to be there. They are there. But struggling to 
get more viewers and get people back Cause into they're wrestling. Because to be honest with you, they're not getting... They're getting newer viewers, but they're getting those newer viewers of... Um, how can I say? They're getting the newer viewers of when... Like the little kids, okay? Yeah. So they're getting those viewers. But the thing is about... I see that they're not getting the 16 and 17-year-old viewers. Well, they're getting they're getting viewers that are like me, that I'm in my 20s. We're, you're in your 30s and stuff. And we want what we want. We don't want your bullshit. Right. You know, that you're trying to get. Because kids don't care about it. Well, uh, on that note, we're, we're talking about the new age with the kids and stuff. Uh, let's look back at some tradition... The Traditional Wrestling Alliance is going to be holding their first event May 18th at the Morrell Fire Hall right here uh, in southwestern Pennsylvania. It's on Route 119 in between Connellsville and Dunbar. Cam, I'm very excited for this. It's their very first event. WrestleRealm is a huge sponsor for those guys. Uh, It's going to be a great event. We're going to be doing a WrestleRealm live from there. You and I are. So you can keep a watch out for that on the WrestleRealm Facebook page. That's, again, going to be a WrestleRealm Live. It will not just be audio. Uh, if possible, we're going to try to try to film it there cause, and talk to some of the local indie talents as they come in. Uh, maybe get some of their perspectives as to what's going on on the national basis because that will be the week before AEW's debut show. So maybe we'll talk to some of the local indie talents and see what their thoughts are on the state of professional wrestling. Give some of you people an inside look to some of uh, southwestern Pennsylvania's up-and-coming stars. Uh, on that card, they've already announced there's going to be a four-man one-night tournament for the first-ever traditional wrestling alliance heavyweight champion. Uh, looks like it's going to be happy hour, the bringer of the party, happy hour, going one-on-one with Chambers and boy, this Chambers. If you haven't seen him before, that's one scary looking cat. Did yeah. you see that, Cam? I'm <laughs> showing Cam Chambers for the first ever time right now. I saw him last night, he looks creepy as shit. Yeah, and Happy Hours is the fun guy that likes to party and have a good time. That's going to be an interesting contest. The other match in the first round of the tournament, the winner of that match will go on later in the night to face the winner of the artist Jeru. Which, uh, if you don't know J-Roo, J-Roo is a fantastic fella. J-Roo has been a professional wrestler for going on the better part of two decades now. Uh, J-Roo returning to the area for the first time in quite some time. He's wrestled in Charleroi, but not up here near us in Connellsville. Uh, J-Roo is going to be taking on a guy by the name of Michael McMoney. Michael McMoney, another guy that's been around for for a while. Not quite as long as J-Roo, but he's been around. McMoney is a dirty cheat. That's the best way I can describe him. He likes to choke people with the suspenders, and he rakes them in the eyes, and the guy's not a very good wrestler at all, Cam. (laughs) Well, I mean, who's going to win, though? (laughs) Well, we're going to find out. Between those four guys, I bet you McMoney cheats his way to the belt. Oh, really? So, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see uh, him in the belt, to be honest with you. Tickets for TWA is on sale at Bradley's Book Outlet in the Uniontown Mall, and of course, Wrestle Realm at the Laurel Mall. Come see us at Wrestle Realm. Uh, we have the tickets for $10 there, and I tell you what, uh, you want to come come check out Wrestle Realm, because that's where you'll find us, Cam. Yeah, you'll find us down at the store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come down and check us out. We have in some 
Uh, just got in a nice new lot of loose action figures. We have all kinds of professional wrestling goods down there. As, again, that's Wrestle Realm at the Laurel Mall. Uh, we're right inside the entryway past Key Bank. Yeah, we're right beside, actually, if you know the area at all, we're right beside Royal King. So the Royal King is right there. Uh, Royal King's there, but it's down the hall further. Yeah, I'm so well, the, when, yeah. when you first go in the main entrance of the Laurel yeah. Mall, we're right past. But I mean, it's still the same. Yeah, like, yeah, complex. yeah. People know Royal King. People know where Royal King is. Yeah, yeah, that's why yeah. I say that. But um, yeah, come down there. We got old figures and stuff. We got things from the '90s. We got everything. We got that's things right. from you know, you got WCW stuff, and, old WWE, and, and WWF. You can even purchase for one dollar each. Old house shows of old 80s WWF and 90s WWF. We have house shows, stuff that's never been aired on television or maybe oh, yeah. has only aired one time in a select market. Oh, you yeah. Know? We, got, we got a lot of stuff down there. We have also other things that isn't WWE related and stuff, but yep. that it is. But before we get out of here, and this will be the last thing of today. We need to talk about it. It's only a couple minute segment. It doesn't need to be talking about a lot of. It's been talked about a lot of. A lot of other places and everything, but we need to talk about one more thing before What's we that, go. Cam? And Enzo and or you could say Big Cass or Cass oh, XL. I'm going. I'm going to sign off for <laughs> for WrestleRealm Live. This is Shane. I'll see y'all next week, and I'm gonna let Cam talk about Enzo and Big Cass. I love those guys, but my God, they gotta figure out what they're doing and get themselves together. Cass. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, I even called you we'll Cass. Be, we'll I must be, be the Enzo of the group. Uh, <laughs> we'll Cam, it's, the floor is yours. Well, the, th- the thing is, though, well, you, you know, since you're still here in the room and everything, he's still here. But you know how it went. They came into, um, they came into, they came into it, okay? Um, they came into, what, it was, it was the New Japan slash, uh, Ring of Honor Ring of show. Honor show. Yes. They came in, and when they came in, they, um, they just attacked everybody and stuff. It was supposed to be they were, it was supposed to be a couple minutes segment, and then they were going to be at Ring of Honor and everything. Well, that kind of failed. It was more than a couple. It was a couple minute segment, and it failed. And then they said, "We don't need you here at Ring of Honor anymore." I mean, before we go, how do you feel about that? Since they kind of gotten kicked out of Ring of Honor, and now the only people they have, and they probably got kicked out of okay. New Japan. Okay, I'm coming back in real quick. <laughs> How I feel about it is it's ridiculous that Enzo Amore can't get work whenever they're booking guys like James Ellsworth and Bell Vernon. That's all I got to say. When a guy like James Ellsworth can get booked, it's a shame that a guy like Enzo Amore that had his name cleared can't get booked. Well, where do you think he could go? AEW or TNA? Because they ain't going to New Japan because if they messed up that thing... Enzo Amore, go to Japan, young man. You have to... You have to look though. for it. They can't do it though, because they go they, they to go to Japan and not wrestle in New Japan. Go to all Japan. Go to go to somewhere like that. Japan would love your look. You would get over like a million bucks. TNA and A. the people are tired of hearing us for the day. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then we'll get get a let's let's wrap it up for today. All right, again. For Cam, I'm Shane. This is Wrestle Realm Live. We'll be back next week with another edition. Yeah, see you guys.